everybody to Clueless Vino, the show where we use wine as a vehicle for conversation, and it's the only legal and safe place for you to drink and drive. I'm Clueless Vino, and I have a special guest with me today, Coach Josh Merkel of randolph Lincoln Basketball. What's up, man? Stick, it's great to be on here with you, man. I um, give you the virtual fist bump like of the course. old days. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, so I've wanted, I've wanted to do this for a while. Um, you know, show hasn't been here for so long it's only been it's like second year of me doing it yeah. but you know I, I did want to do it last year just in kind of the time it didn't work uh but I'm glad I waited because what a time to 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 have you on right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah right right yeah everybody uh pays to be a winner so it's good to have something you know positive to talk about for sure yeah, man yeah yeah uh this is the part where I usually let the guests you know tell the people about yourself so the floor is yours man well, and, and I'm even going to start about, you know, how I know you, our relationship. Yeah, sure. So basically, if we go back to, um, I'm a coach at Eastern Kentucky, and uh, you guys, uh, while I'm at Eastern Kentucky my last year, you guys go to the Final Four, right? You're all juniors in that, uh, you know, heavy vets on the team were juniors that year. You guys crush it. And then J.D. Byers goes and moves on St. Francis, right? So J.D. and I had a relationship. We're close. Um you know, he talks to me about him making the move and then there's an open assistant job. Mm-hmm. I wanted to become a head coach. Yes. I felt like if I was going to be an assistant, it had to be at a place, uh, you know, a power like Randolph making a coach like Nathan Davis, a team, you know, an amazing team coming back. Felt like I could really learn a lot from that group mm-hmm. uh, rather than be a six year in division one, essentially. And so made that move, uh, was fortunate, you know, Nathan, uh, hired me and, um, I tell I tell our guys this a ton, but I learned so much from Nathan, but I learned so much from you guys too, you know, about culture, behavior, winning behaviors, how things are supposed to be done, uh, the practices, heavyweights going at it, whether it was you and Danny or Kevin and Danny, um, you know, Pew and Krosky, uh, just, just learned a ton, man, the weights. And um, so, you know, during that year, that's where the fist bump kind of stuff came about. And uh it was an amazing team, although it didn't end the way we would have liked. Yeah. Um, you know, and we don't have to get into that, but um, it, it was an amazing group. I love how connected you guys still are. I love how connected, even though I was there for one year, mm-hmm. you know, you guys were so mature. You welcomed me too. I think, you know, maybe something you guys saw that I was could add a little bit of value, but whatever it was, mm-hmm. is we've always been connected since that year. Which, you know, the, the power of one year, even if you are open to relationships, it can be a great thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and I was I was going to I was going to ask I, I was going to get to that. I was going to ask uh, what was your first impression of me? So I can share my first impression of you, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
oh, positive Pete, man. Oh, my gosh. Never, never coming in without a smile. Every time, just ready to work. I'm like, this guy. Like, there are days, like, there are days of practice where I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. It's, it's too much positivity. I have to bring some type of, I have to bring this down because it's, it's too high right now. Yeah. But, yeah, always just positive, always ready to go. Um, that's what we learned Merkel shooting. That's where that yeah. came about. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember one of the first things I, that I found out about you, we were working in the post and, you know, I'm dealing with, usually I'm dealing with like stockier dudes or whatever. So, you know, you learn to swim move and, you know, getting around, getting around with you. I was like, dog, this dude has no body fat. What yeah. is going on? There's nothing for me to grab. Like, I'm like <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, that's the, that's my secret back there, man. <laughs> I'm ghosting you. <laughs> I was like, dog, this dude does has no body fat whatsoever. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah man. Just I, I was I was really if with JD Lee, you know, JD was there for three years, so he was my longest tenure coach. So right. obviously there's gonna be this thing where it's like, ah, you know, new guys, like he's kind of you're open, but you're anxious. Yeah. Because you've already built a relationship with someone else. But I think it was an easy transition when yeah. you came in. I was like, okay, this guy's he understands what we need to do. He's given this helpful advice. It's not like, you know, it's not, it's not empty, empty advice, you know? So right. that was helpful. Well, it was all, like I said, you guys were mature. You were winners. It wasn't, um, you know, the culture was say, you guys played for Rhodes and then Nathan, like so many good things in this soup, let's call it. Um, and like I said, I, I, I was there to learn a lot, you know, uh, build those relationships and, and add some value where I could. Um, but I also remember this going back to first impressions, like I'm coming from Eastern Kentucky, OVC, it's a good level. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was blown away by how good that group was. It's like, okay, this is what a final four team looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause we had, we had some dudes. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to is, you know, guys that I think could have impacted winning at some other places too. And that's why making is what it is and, and why it's been good because, you get guys that that uh, develop while they're there, all about the team, mm. and um, you know that's why they why they went. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Let's 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 crack open, have a little glass of wine, man. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. So I asked you what you got, and I got the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So this is a. I assume this is Saint Chateau Michel Chardonnay. I assume that's what the STE stands for. Sounds good to me. Chardonnay. That's fine. I'm I'm fine with that. And I, I have no idea where we got it. I just know it was, <laughs> I got no backstory. It just, you know, it, look, it looks good. It looks like a, you know, solid bottle. That's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that, man. Are you normally a wine drinker? Uh, I, I do enjoy having a glass of wine with dinner. Um, usually red. Okay. Um, but like I said, this, this looked pretty sharp. So I figured I'd try it. Yeah, man. How about you? Are you having something with dinner or more about the pot? Um, I've had it with dinner. I've noticed that a lot of wines, wines that I don't necessarily like all the way, I'm like, this probably tastes better with food. That's what I've learned. And then I'll try it later. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. The yeah. flavors get mixed in with the food. That kind of helps. Yeah. Yeah. But cheers, man. Cheers. That's not bad. No. I like Chardonnays. Yeah. I'm a white wine drinker, though. That's the that's the thing for me. Gotcha. More floral, 
um, fruity flavors for me. Any of them? Chardonnay? Uh, I'm typically, uh, mm, probably I would say I'm a, I'm a uh, Riesling guy. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm a Riesling guy. Okay. That's, that's my, that's my normal go-to. Yeah. Hey, the other, the other um, first impression was that you were not just a hooper, that this guy was a writer, that this guy was a deep thinker, yeah. that this guy enjoyed talking most days. Some days it was like, all right, let, let, let's stick. stick. Yeah. yeah. Let's stick to his thing today. Um, but that you really did value connection. Mm. I, I do remember that, you know, um, because some people would look at it like, hey, man, it's my senior year. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna spend time with my teammates and, you know, this dude's only gonna be here for one year. Like, but, but you, you valued it. You, you, uh, were curious, you seeked input. Uh, I do remember, I remember all that stuff. And I, and I, again, I think, and you're a basketball guy, even though you also, you know, have a lot of other skills essentially. Um, but you loved hoops. Like you love competing. That was like, I tell, I think I've told a couple of your teams since. And I tell them that I miss practice. You know, like games are cool, man. Like you get to beat up on other people. Yep. Um, you know, it, the game, the games are fun, but like yep. the practices are what I miss. It's like that's that's you hunkering down with like your guys. Yeah. Like two to three hours, depending on the day, twice a day, some days, and just you know trying to get better, but competing. I like that. Yeah, because like now I'm going against dudes that know me, so now it's harder for me to, you know, what I'm saying now I got coaches yeah. over here, like oh they know what I'm about to do here. Yeah. I need to figure out another way to do this, and that's going to help me later. Yes, when when guys play the right way, when they actually take away your strength and make you go to something else, then that's going to make you better. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's what I that's why that's why I miss the most. I just remember, yeah, I just remember those days like, all right, black squad, white squad. And yep. then you you look at the and it was never against any of the other teammates, but like you would look at like who you were given that day and you're like, all right, dog, I see what you're doing today. Like we're doing this today. That's fine. Yeah. Like it would bother me in freshman sophomore year, but by my senior year, I was like, all right, bro, we just gonna we're gonna yeah. do what it is and you know, we're, we're we're gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always funny to me. I'll um guys really want to be on the same team for that day. Yeah. So even halfway through, if I, if I, and, and sometimes, man, I just, I like to do it. I'm going to get you out of your comfort zone. You know, they talk about Jordan was up big. Remember like one scrimmage and then coach put him on the other team and he's yeah. pissed off and then he, you know, brought him back or whatever. So I like messing with guys. Yeah. See how they handle, see how they respond in that moment. But man, guys, guys are like, ah, I was enjoying being on this team today. Yeah. 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 Oh man. You remember some of the drills, uh, some of the practice stuff we had to do, like perfect defense? Oh, my yeah. God. Perfect defense is still in there. Um, I would say 50-point game is still a staple for us. Yep. Um, yep. Which can be fun unless you're turning that thing over. Right. Right. Uh, were you there? Was that the year that – um, there was one year. One I can't remember if it was you were there, but it was it was a practice where – we had been turning the ball over pretty bad. It was a bad practice. I, I can admit that. It was a bad practice. But we were turning the ball over. And you know how David sometimes will grab like three basketballs. Like, if y'all if, if you if you turned over, that ball's gone. So he throws a new one out. But if you get rid of all the balls, you're running. Cool. That's fine. But he's like, if you turn the ball over, <laughs> then you're good at the run. But I'm like, 
to wait. So we're gonna get punished for also playing good defense. So yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we will play these mind games. I'd be like, hey, bro, if it if I lose it, just let it. Let me get it. <laughs> just yeah. just let me get it done because I'm not trying to do this today. <laughs> it's like those yeah. mind games were crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The incentives have to match. You know the 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 idea or why you want to improve. So I always struggle with that one. I always struggle with the rack. I'm not a. I haven't figured out how to use that well. Yeah. So tell me, so you come back, what year did you come, did you become the head coach? Because, you know, time, time moves. 2015. Okay. Um, So it was the 2015-16 season, but it was 2015, May of 2015 when it got announced. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the year, man. And it was not a good season for Randolph making hoops. (laughs) Um, And you know how that goes, man. New coach, so then like you're having to implement your own strategies and your own things. So, depending on the personnel you have, you may not have the people that you want to be able to use. That right? I think that's that happens in a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, but just tell me what was your initial your initial goals when you first got here? Yeah, uh, I mean, initial goals is I thought so. My four years at Salisbury, I took over a much worse program. Like Salisbury is not in good shape as a program. They 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 were below 500, the history of the program. Mm-hmm. The 12 years before me, the most games that guy had ever won was 15. And it was my senior year. It was his first year. Yeah. He had never won more than 15. So I went in there. We won uh, 19 in year two, got mm-hmm. transfer, who really helped us kind of uh, get better quickly. And then yeah. won 21 games in year four. So I'm thinking, and I mean, we started to get that thing humming and stick. We returned everybody but two. And basically we only lost our starting point guard. So we, we were loaded. I mean, it was built to win. We had just been to the tournament first time in 20 years. Yeah. Um, So I'm, you know, uh, if, if anything, you know, feeling pretty good as a head coach, like I, I didn't feel like I was qualified to take over for Nathan. I remember saying like, I would never want to follow that guy. Cause I thought that highly of him. And I knew also that uh, making comes with outside. I don't want to say pressure. This is probably not the word, but expectations, like huge expectations. Sure. I'm going from a place where they have none and they're, they're like, you know, I can do no wrong. Yeah. To coming in. And uh, my, my goals were, <laughs> to hit the ground running, build on this thing that Nathan and Rose and everybody that's come before me, just, you know, just layer right on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to say take it to the next level because so many things had been done, but it was just, you know, Hey, I've been given a gift yeah. here at Randolph Macon and I want to make sure that we leave it better than we found it. And we found it pretty damn good. It's 28 and three the year right before. So yeah. that was the goal. And then, um, you know, I've been, I've been very transparent about that year. I would say, you know, you tell freshmen, they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know what I didn't know, even though I had just been a head coach for four years, Mm -hmm. didn't know what it's like taking over uh, a big time program that had just gone 28 and three, didn't know what it was like, you know, I mean, we were young that's the thing. Um, Lamont is the only senior. Then there's three juniors, then there's eight sophomores and then there's seven freshmen. So it was 18 dudes. I remember yep. that. Um, maybe it was uh, six freshmen, eight sophomores. And I didn't recruit a one of them, you mm. know? So it's like I missed out on all that relationship building. Then I'm big on like uh, off the court development. 
you know, let's watch a video. Let's, uh, you know, how are you growing outside of hoops? Mm. And I think that was, um, I was probably stressing it too, too soon, even okay. though that was me. Like, yeah. everyone always wants to give you the advice, go be who you are. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's good advice when it works, but I'm being me. Yeah. This wasn't, they weren't ready for it. And it wasn't a good, um, you know, again, if I could go back, I would definitely do some things different. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Nathan would have coached that team much better than me. And also those guys had some outs. Like they felt like, oh man, like, uh, you know, I, I know I was going to be playing this year. It's like, no, no, you didn't. Like, right. <laughs> don't try to just, because there's a coaching change, feel like I'm the reason you wouldn't have been playing for Nathan either. Like gotcha. we see the game very similarly. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, so, and I tried to really honor coach to, um, I just thought so highly of him. Like I wanted to work for all of the guys that he brought in. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't care that I didn't recruit any of them. Like, here's your chance. Let's build these relationships. Let's go. Yeah. Um, if you want to be one of us, like I, I've got you, like get on board. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty early where I was like, you know what? Um, I need the right guys on the bus. The rats are the first one off. If you're not all in on this thing, go. And yeah. dude started taking me up on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, um, it, it, was, uh, it was humbling stick. Mm. And I think I learned a lot of things that developed this, um, this humility in me that maybe I needed. Mm. Um, it helps me appreciate everything else, makes me appreciate the winning and, and just take nothing for granted. I think that's probably one of your better coaching traits, right? I think that you don't let only like you let the moment be bigger than what it is, like bigger than you, right? Or the team. So you you've been able to remain humble even with the amount of success that you've had over the last like four or five years, right? Yeah. So like no matter what, no matter if I'm like, oh man, you did this, you're coaching the year, like, well next game that's always your next game you know what i'm saying and 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 that's a good mentality to have because it doesn't i think a lot of times when a team has a lot of success in like a short period of time they look ahead right so they're like okay i'm thinking tournament but let's get through the conference tournament or uh you know conference tournament well let's get through the regular season first so like it's it's a way stepwise to get to where we need to be and you do a good job of being able to maintain that and and then that goes back to the story of uh year three you know again i like for three years we didn't win an odak playoff game just a mat like now maybe for your first two years did you guys have some some tough moments i remember danny telling me you know, that, that basically he got challenged. Your class got challenged because you guys were highly regarded coming in mm-hmm. and hadn't maybe, but I don't know if it was lack of ODAC success. Maybe it was more NCAA success or what was it? So our freshman year, you know, freshman year, we were, you know, it was, it, was, it ended up, it ended up being seven after the year was over what we left with, but we lost on the tip end in the ODAC tournament. So a lot of us weren't playing at the time. Sophomore year, a lot more of us are playing. Um, again, we went 20 games. Um, I think we were we were actually the number one seed in the ODEC tournament. However, there was a really good, and you'll know it, a very good Virginia Wesleyan team who was an eight seed who weren't really an eight seed. Yeah. 
So they they put it on us in the first round and got us out of there. And that's the time we got challenged, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. are, are we, you know, are we content with just being on the team? Or are we just going to just, you know, are we, what are we doing to get better was the, was the yeah. thing. So, yeah. yeah, I think that kind of put a chip on a lot of our shoulders. Yeah. And that's good. To, I mean, it's good to have, though. It, it's, it probably powered you guys to a Final Four in a lot of ways because now you're not taking any possessions for granted or at least more guys have a better offseason. Uh, I think there is some magic. Uh, I like to say growth happens in the extremes. Mm-hmm. Losing as a one seed is an extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, not tasting the tournament can be an extreme at a place where they expect you to. Yeah. And so, yeah, it probably powered you guys in a way that was like, all right, now that we're here too, we're going to yeah. keep pushing through. Exactly. And so you said, so yeah, I think that was, I think that was like the kind of like the early, cause you know how the alumni are, man. They, they expect things, you know how it is, bro. Yeah. Um, so when we get, you know, these first few years where we're getting determined, we're not winning. I know yeah. that's probably putting like a stress on you. Like I, coaching can't be unstressful, right? Like this no. is probably stress, like consistent. Yeah. So like, tell me about that point and then tell me where you felt like you turned the corner. Yeah, I mean, I just um, I, I I would say losing. So year three ODAC tournament again, we win the league stick. We won the league the year before, tied four. So we were the two seed. We mm-hmm. lose first round, um, WNL team, and then boom, one seed lose to Eastern Mennonite, and we're up fifteen in the second half. Mm. Um, we find ways to lose. Like I, I put it on me. We just didn't get it done. We played, we didn't play fearlessly. And so that was rock bottom for me, bar none out of any other coaching incident. Um, I remember being on the elevator and just uh, Duba, you know, like I wanted to say sorry and I say sorry and I just can't even contain. And I'm just like floodgates, like just couldn't contain myself. So anyways, uh, yeah, so rock bottom and it, that, it helped us turn the corner because I basically just said, I'm not going to worry about anything outside of my control. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though we say that, I, you know, there's just things that, that um, it was like, I'm just going to be a hundred percent me. And, yeah. and we're just guys are going to be with me or not. Yeah. If I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down my way, go down swinging period. Sure. Um, and to the seniors credit. And I'm talking about, Daryl Williams, John Noel, Grayson Madula, Luke Neely, Montice, that class. Yeah. Um, those guys were, were, were ready to go. You know, they had that chip. This was about to be their senior year, and they had not tasted the tournament, and we hadn't won a game in the ODEX. And so just every possession started to become like – I was basically like, we may not win the ODAC next year, so we are going to get an at-large bid. We're going to be that good. Our body of work is going to be that good. Um, you know, Buzz got uh, snubbed a little bit, not getting rookie of the year. That created mm-hmm. something in him. Yes. So we knew we had the pieces. Uh, we only lost Daniel Noe from that team. Like mm-hmm. we had everybody coming back. Um, we knew we we knew we had a chance to be good, and it, I was just able to let go of some of that outside stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you you find out like who who's going to be with you. Like I remember Tony Bennett. And Virginia lost one sixteen game. Yep. It was like two weeks later, man. And it was like, shoot, you know, I'm, I've got the pity party, worst coach in the world. Like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. To, well, shoot, Tony Bennett's one of the best coaches in the country. 
They just lost the 116. Um, and then his comments were awesome because he was just like, you know, we're, we're going to find out who who's with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've been leaning on him and studying that program. And that was, you know, so, somewhat helpful uh, during that time was just, you know, seeing another successful program and coach and how they handled it moving forward. But it was, hey, man, no one's going to feel sorry. We got to move forward. We got to get this thing fixed. And it's going to take, you know, a daily fight. And and that's. I think that's kind of like the tagline or like the the best descriptive word of like your team's like the last few years is just fight because I never feel like the team, your teams are like out of it. Right. I feel like I can't remember the last time that I was like, the team felt overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Right. It's always always like, okay, if we can just get it to here, we're good. You know what I'm saying? And, and, Tell me how you build that type of mentality for a team like that, because you it's I'm trying to figure out the best way to put it. Mm, Well, I got to know what you're saying. Mm. Like the best way I can describe is you want basketball is a game of problem solving. So you need problem solvers because I can't solve every problem out there for you. Mm. And how do you train that? I think division three is a great model because you play more pickup than you do in division one. So these dudes are playing if they're playing the right way. And I think this is everything. Yeah. Three days a week. If you're playing the right way, that's three hours a week or more, but you know, I'm fine. If you go hard for one hour, I don't want the, the habits to, to diminish because you play for 90 minutes because you thought you should be. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's gotta be short games and, and everybody's gotta be bought in and, you know, you're going to have some slippage, sure. all of that, but when guys are competing the right way, then you grow, then you learn how to solve problems. We're big on the huddles. Military term is these after action reviews. Let's okay. talk about what just happened. Let's talk about why we won. Let's talk about why we lost. And that's one thing you've been to practice, but I, I, I want 15 coaches on the sideline. If you're not in that action, then you better be talking. Yeah. And uh, and if you're in the action, you definitely should be talking. Um, but that's been here. empowering guys to find their voice. So Miles is real quiet. You know, Miles. Yes. Um, so but, but he's got so, like his IQ is off the chart. He's got great mm-hmm. substance if you pull it out of him. So it's like, you know, my job there, Buzz, I don't need to say a word. Buzz, I got to, you know, maybe tone it down every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but, but most of the time, like he, he, he you let that dude roll. You know, he was Mamba for a while. And then he he always had some, he was one step ahead. All right, what does my leadership need? What does this team need? I thought he did a good job throughout his career and his leadership journey. But mm-hmm. so, so Miles, it's like, Miles, how do you think about guarding this ball screen? And he's like, well, no, louder, tell the group, man, because we're all trying to learn from how you see. I'm not a big guy. Yeah. You're doing it high level. So it's been awesome to see because then guys to get some confidence. Man, my voice, man, coach values what I think about guarding this ball screen. And I think it can exude into other areas. So I think that problem-solving mentality um, means you don't panic. You know, all right, they're throwing something at us. Okay, we got to figure this out. Yeah. And 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 your teams do a lot. <laughs> um, and I and you talk about Tony Bennett and and that UVA program. And I think that's another great comparison because I think Tony Bennett hangs his hat on defense. Yep. And your teams have hung that. I mean, our team, the, the year that we were, you know, yeah. that we had you, we were the number one team in, in scoring defense. Yes. So that's, I feel like that's always been like a thing for you. 
So what is your, I don't want you to give out any secrets, but what is your like mentality when it comes to like defense? It's um, well, and I can't take any credit for your team because that was, you know, Rose, Nathan and you guys, you know, really. Um, but I would say it's a beeline thing that we will not turn it over. Right. Mm-hmm. So one thing is we'll be top 10 and not turn it over. Um, you know, a few less risks, you know, maybe a few less tough buckets, but it's not going to hurt you at the other end. Yeah. So scoring defense going to be lower. You're not going to get those easy runouts that can fuel an offense. Um, and also like the shot selection too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you can go in there, take a one footed layup, um, miss layup leads to them getting the layup down there. So it's not even just turnovers. It's like, you know, we spend a lot of time. What's a good shot? What's not a good shot? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want guys playing free. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't think you hear too much complaining about our offense and that like guys have a lot of freedom if they, you know, within the structure, if they can play. Yeah. But one thing is don't don't turn that thing over. Add the tools to your toolbox. Yeah. Let's get it popping. Um, play to your strengths. We're big on that stuff. Um, discipline equals freedom. If you can play off two feet, then we're going to give you a lot of leash. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the defense first, like if you're really good on offense, um, you still got to figure it out on D because that's how we're going to win championships. It's like, you know, we always use the Warriors, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, like they're not winning without two-way guys. And so we need two-way guys. And this year, let's just get to that because I, I definitely want to get to that. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of defensive stalwarts on that team. And like some guys you wouldn't think necessarily just due to their smaller size. Cause like, I wouldn't say you have like a, like our teams were huge, right? Like we had like taller, yes. bigger guys where y'all yep. guys are smaller. However, I think they're quicker uh, laterally and like, you know, and I think everybody just has like a nose for like the ball, like being in the right position. Uh, yep. You know, Miles is, is the, the enforcer back there. Like I've never, I've never seen, someone affect like every shot that comes down yeah you yeah. know Bungie like on the ball like is a menace yeah. you know what I'm saying JT is gonna uh, like tire anybody out over a, yeah. you know because of the you know what I mean so like and get a couple steals yeah yep. so like everybody all they play their roles perfectly and I think that's what that, that's why I always say like you have to score at least 70, 75 to have a chance against us. That's how I've always looked at it. That, that is exactly right. And that's something we take confidence in because we went into even the tournament, let's say WPI. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fellas, they, they get 78 a game. Do you think they're getting 78 tonight? And it's like, you know, by the way, we're, we're giving up 58. And they're yeah. like, no coach. It's like, I mean, it's been proven. It's, it's what we've given up three years in a row. All right. So if a team scores 78, and they're on on track to get 58. What do you think that does for their offense? Like they're gonna be messed up a little bit. And yeah. it's like, I don't even think our guys had thought about it like that, but it's like now you start pressing. Now it's like, man, I'm not gonna get a good shot. So this might be the best shot I can take. So I'm gonna take this shot. And I've noticed that that's what they do. I've seen it so like so many games I've watched where it's like you can tell like a person, like some, especially the person who's like their leading score, they get frustrated because they can't get an open shot. So the next time they touch the ball. They're throwing it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it hasn't always been perfect, but we do, you know, you try and limit those top two guys and make other guys have to beat you. And it's uh, – I just love – you know, we empower guys. Again, if you empower them on offense, play the strengths, 
we got guys that have some defensive strengths too. So JT maybe get a little more wiggle room to go for some steals. Yeah. Daniel can guard different guys. Like um, we we did this thing, Stick. I'm assuming there's no Sydney. Are there Sydney listeners, you think? I mean, probably, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um I, because one one thing that I liked that that the guys like I don't know, ran with was like we were gonna go lion mode in the tournament. And mm-hmm. basically it was like, you know, we had to say it coming out of a timeout. And if we did it, guys would basically empowered to take a risk that I normally wouldn't let them take. I mean, it's the first time in my career I've, I've done it, throwing it yeah. out there. So it, it, like, for instance, you know, Fundy, if this big stiff that you're guarding is only just going to try and go right hand and hand it off, uh-huh. like just completely blow it up, yeah. like get, sit on his right, make him drive to the basket with his left and see if he lays it in and it'll be on me. Yeah. And um, the dudes like so it was one game in particular dudes ran with it. And so, you know, we, we found some moments, I think, where, you know, WPI, there was like this one big possession because it was out of a timeout. And we were just like, all right, line mode. And, um, you know, it was awesome. That's one of my dope. favorite moments from the year. I like that, man. I like that you that you allow the team to like take risks because like sometimes, you know, you kind of want to sometimes most coaches want to kind of stay in that box. Yes. Whereas, like, you know, if you feel like you're in a good position, like, hey, let's see if we can get something here, yeah. get the crowd into it, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Stick, my biggest fear this year was that we would lose because I got fearful. We would lose because we held back and, like, you know, the pressure got to us and it was like, no, like, we are going fear. Every every game, it was, like, right on the board, fearless, trust your training. Like, we are, we are going down, swinging, guns blazing, yeah. whatever, however you want to say it. Um, and I think you could tell in our approach, like, dude, like we, we weren't fearful. No, not at all. <laughs> um, so I got to ask you this. The Christopher Newport game. Yep. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like it was a that looking back? Yeah. Do you think it was a good thing that you lost the game? Hell yeah. I mean, I can. There's winners and there's learners. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, think of it like this from a fan perspective. Would you have rather us won that game and been 33-0 and going in and then lose to Elmhurst? Or, um, and that's not even a good one. Like, you know, people look the unblemished, this and that. It's like, no, we needed to – there's winners and there's learners, and we still needed to learn. Yes. Um, remember, like, all those sophomores, we went 12-0 and mm-hmm. in the COVID year. Yep. So up until then, you know, seven and zero, I think going into seeing you, like they hadn't lost a daggone game. Like they hadn't seen what it, they hadn't had the feel. I hadn't seen me in a locker room after a loss. Like now yeah. I can act like after a win, like we lost, but the, you know, those guys are like, man, coach is tripping. Like we won. <laughs> so it, it was huge, man, because we, we learned number one, like Daniel, I didn't trust Daniel late in that game because he wasn't the Daniel that we, that he became. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust Coble in that game. And, you know, you start to wonder, well, I, I need to get these guys right or I need to trust them more. Yeah. Or, you know, like what CNU does is we know it's a Final Four type program or top 10 program team. Mm-hmm. They're the standard as far as I'm concerned every year. Maybe they look at us the same. I don't know. Yeah. But 
you, you learn a lot about, you know, where you're off, like what, what do you need to be doing? All right. Well, we know miles can play high level, buzz can play high level. We also learn like we, those guys, we can't just play through those guys. Yeah. I will say CNU does a good job of like making guys make plays. And so those guys were out to make plays and then Josh got hurt going in. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I don't like making excuses. We were good enough to win that game without Josh and sure. our team knows that. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I think all of them also thought like, man, we ain't, we ain't losing the game. If we're healthy. I don't know who's going to beat us. Like we would have to beat ourselves is how they felt. I'm saying that, you know, with humility, mm-hmm. uh, we still had to earn it every time, but um, you know, they, they had a healthy self-confidence, I think. Yeah. I'm always a big believer of, you know, going undefeated would be nice, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like you say, you you learn more from losses, right? Uh, because it kind of make it kind of makes you put a mirror to yourself. Like, where did I go wrong? Like, what could I have done better? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought that was I I I'm one hundred percent sure that JT plays that y'all win. But I thought it was a good way to get y'all back, your minds refocused. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know I shouldn't take anything away from CNU, but we 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 were playing darn good for thirty six minutes. Now this is the thing too, like it was a valuable lesson of like thirty six minutes ain't ain't forty. That's right. And you got to finish. We didn't finish. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I coached well the last four. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Buzz missed technical free throws. Like we turned it over on the sideline, like five second call, like stuff we never ever do. Right. Um, and I'll say that my my approach after the game stick was, or the next day was we really called guys out. Like, do you hate to lose or do you love to win? And everybody goes around, hate to lose, hate to lose. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Y'all don't hate to lose. Like, not everybody in here. Buzz hates to lose. Yeah. But the others, your actions don't show it. So I thought that was valuable for us to get that feedback. But I also said, this is why he's a Final Four coach, talking about CNU's coach, Johnny K. And I'm not because they kicked our ass in rebounding, which is what you're going to need to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they finished. Like, even when they didn't have their best stuff, they found a way to freaking beat us. Yeah. And um, I, I owned it. I gave him the credit. Um, it was good for me. And so at least, at least now I can't say that we're, you know, I'm not a Final Four coach, but that, that's how I felt in that moment right. was that I, I need to get better at these things or yeah. he's going to be playing in the Final Four and we're not. And um, things turned out okay. <laughs> um, they 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 turned out just fine. Um, so talk about talk about that. I mean, historic run, man. Uh, just those last nine games. Mm. Just no no victory less than what? Fifteen. If you're talking going back to the ODAC tournament, Vawez in the championship, that was fifteen. Like that's that's insane. Like the, these games weren't, yeah. These games weren't close. I had I had Buzz on uh, a couple weeks ago, and his episode I, will come out soon. I got yeah, I got to see that. Um, but I asked him the same thing, and I was like, "Did it get boring?" Because like, and I asked him from a player perspective, like, because you know, I I like close, I like close games. I like when like the lights are like right. real bright and like, oh, now everybody's tense or whatever. So now you guys see who makes the best play. Yeah, like blowouts are kind of like they're cool, but like, eh, you know, <laughs> so did did it get kind of like from a respectful perspective? Like, was it kind of boring in a sense? No, hell no. 
I mean, like emphatic, no, for me, I would never use that word. Um, but I will, I will say to that, uh, Buzz and I were joking about it. It's like what I said, like one of the first things I said after handshake lines or something to JT and Buzz yeah. is I've never worked harder on late game situations. Like, you know, I didn't want us to lose because we didn't have, you know, a live play with 0.5, yeah. a BOB under, like going long, sideline, under yeah. three set, like – we were ready, man. We like I would say, no timeouts. What are you guys running? And they would, you know, be all right. We're going with this. Buzz would call some out. Hey, Buzz is fouled out. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, all right, we got to go to. The... And we didn't run any of them. Like we didn't practice. Like I've never spent more time. <laughs> it's just dust all over those we, those we, pages in the playbook. Just just dust all over it. Uh, but but I would say uh, there's something to be said for how you win. And so, you know, like on the other hand, uh, I love that we were so locked into each possession. And, and I think it's a healthy way to respect your opponent is just don't take your foot off the gas, yeah. play every possession like it's the same. Um, and that's that. Like, and, and Elmhurst, so I called their coach and I have a lot of respect for him, John Baines, and talking to him after. Mm. And one thing he said was, Josh, and they had come back three times in the, in the tournament from double digit. Uh, yeah. deficits and they were only down like 14 to us 15 he was like it's the first time all year that I walked in there and those guys looked defeated yeah like, and it comes back to they probably didn't know how they were going to score yeah you know it's one thing to be down 15 but what did they have at halftime I don't know 18 points it's like how are we going to get they ended up with 45 how are we going to get all these like, where we get where we get this offense from yeah, yeah. so um, I appreciate that he shared that with me and I don't take it for granted. And you know what? Come back next year because it won't be it won't be boring next year. <laughs> um, you know what? I, you know what I also liked about about this this team, too, and just the journey is that. Like, players had like different moments, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, Buzz and Miles are the two. Buzz, Miles, and Josh are like the two, the three-headed monster, right? And they were like, take Ian, for example. Ian was an all-conference player a couple years ago, right? Mm -hmm. So he's not playing, maybe not necessarily playing as much. Uh, you know, the moments are, in, are far and in between, but then like he has that huge moment again in the, you know, the Final Four game. Oh, man, it's awesome, yeah. You know, uh, Q. Q started off the season, maybe not playing as much as he thought. Yeah, and then like he has that crazy Hampton Sydney game, and he's uh -huh. like one of the top two three point shooters, you know, percentage wise in the league. In so the it's league. just cool to see these guys have these moments, man. It's like yeah. everybody plays their role perfectly. Yeah, yeah, and and Q was just over. We had the seniors over to the house last night, and um, you know, talking about when were you most mad, and he was like, you know, it wasn't that I was most mad, but you know, he started the first two games, and uh, he talked about that process. You know, he he owned it. Like I played terrible. Like I don't blame coach for not not playing. He's like, uh, you brought me in, and you said, hey man, I I I'm not gonna play you much these next couple, and you need to figure it out. Is what I told. Him. And uh, these guys, like you know, Q has wanted to be a. It, it's it is cool. It it is cool to see how he um you know just became a superstar in that role. Like we don't need you to do much else. We don't need you to straight line drive. We don't need you to make decisions. Like. You got Buzz and JT and Miles. They'll take all the attention. We need you to knock that open one down. Yeah. Because if you do that, man, 
is going to be great for our team. And he, and, and you know, like coach Barron is in there with him, you know, coach Maturo, like those guys really are big brothers. And it's like, man, let's get you on a schedule. So Q was in there like Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. Yeah. Um, so no, it didn't, didn't just happen. He'd, he'd been planting those seeds. And uh, so it's awesome to see. Absolutely, man. National champion, man. How's it feel? <laughs> it feels good. I, I will tell you, um, I'm ready to turn the page. Um, it feels good. No one can take it away. I, I will share that with the guys. But I'm also wanting to know, like, you know, in life, it's about, you know, moving forward, getting better. Um, you know, not not just celebrating what, what you did in the past. Um, yeah. And so a lot of cool lessons that came from it. But for me, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, our, our mission or our goal for the season was we want to we want to play 34 games or play as many games as we can, which is 34 games and find a way to win the last one. And I'm already in that mode. Like yeah. I'm already like, how are we going to play, you know, six games in the NCAA? How are we going to find a way to win the last one? Like I'm, I'm there and I love the guys that are there with, me. you know, Dan, like Daniel Bonga is at the best spring of anybody in terms of like his voice, his leadership, like I can see mm-hmm. his care. It's like, coach, I'm with you. Like I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to find a way to win the last one too. Yeah. Um, and it's been, it's been awesome. That's dope, man. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, let's circle back real quick. Cause I just, I just feel like now I got somebody to vent with. Um, that's my senior year, right? Yeah. You're right. It, it didn't end the way I would, we would have liked obviously um i remember first of all we should have hosted yep that that is that is an undisputed fact uh yep. but, but confusion whatever yep um and we just happened to have to go back to saint mary's um god we had to go to saint mary's that mm-hmm. that that crowd is is nuts yep. and they had a really good team to be fair i remember one of the last things that you i we were getting blown out. We were getting blown mm-hmm. out. And I remember coming, I remember, I remember vividly because I was like, it was a fast break. So I passed me the ball, elbow jumper. I nailed it. I came out the game and I sat down and I was just staring at a blank hole. And I just remember you on the side of me, like, are you good? And I just remember, I remember I said, yeah, but I really wasn't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really wasn't. Cause I was like, oh. cause in my mind, like dog of all the time, cause we had played well yeah. for most of the year. We never really got blown out. It was always like, you know, six point, four point losses, two point losses. I'm like, yeah, lost four games up until then. Yeah. So to just the worst time to have like the worst game is just, it just always stuck with me. Um, What did you see that game? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to back up one question for you. Mm. Um, Cause I, you know, we all have our lens. But do you, how much of it not hosting do you think affected the energy going in to a that? Lot. Yeah, a lot. Because yeah. it was it was a it's a weird moment because we won the ODAC that year, and that was a, that was that was our one that was one of our one goals that year because we had never won one. Mm. That's the thing we wanted. We wanted like yo, dog, we never yeah. won the ODAC. We yeah. can't leave without doing that. Let's go ahead and knock that out. We did. So now we're thinking, yo, we're a top ten team. We've been top 10 most of the year. Uh, clearly, we should host. Yeah. So then we sit down on that Monday. They read it off. We're not hosting. And I just I just remember it. 
I remember personally for me, I was like, bro, I'm 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 exhausted. Yeah. Like mentally, I'm like, dog, this sucks. Cause I'm like, we're going back here to St. Mary's again. And like it's yeah. crazy because that's the that's the spot of our biggest accomplishment, technically. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like we won the final, we got to the final four there that led just right. a year prior. So right. I'm like, bro, 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 like we shouldn't be here. Like we shouldn't be here. Like, let's see them later. And go back to the year before. Mm. Did you host the first two rounds or did you guys no. have to? No, no. You no. Did you host it all? No. No. We had to go to, mm-hmm. we had to go to Albright the first two. Yep. And then we went to St. Mary's. And then St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had lost the previous night. Yeah. I remember, I remember we beat, uh, we beat the sales in the, in the Sweet 16 game. Gotcha. You stayed to watch the little bit of the watch call and the crowd is, we want making yeah. like the whole time, bro. And I'm just like, I mean, cool, <laughs> like you know, cool. But then they take care of this game. So like we get there and like they're like they're up for it, our yeah. senior year. And so and we just got hit in the mouth, bro. Like that that day we just got punched in the mouth early, like mad early. So the thing that I remember is, um being so amazed at how good we were in the Odex. Like it was a machine. We were a buzzsaw. This is what I want for every one of my teams is to be clicking on all cylinders, mm-hmm. get your best when your best is needed. And we were like, we rolled through it. Yep. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, th- this team is getting ready to go back to a final four. Yeah. But as the selection thing came about and, you know, just the, the confusion you know, remember women hit a half court shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, and then it's their year to host, which is fine. But then they don't communicate with the men's side, women's side, men's side. And so that's the other thing is like, you know, it'd be one thing if the women actually got to host, they didn't even get to host. Oh yeah. Now they host. That's why, it's cool. Yeah. Right. That's why you guys don't. And so all of this, and I just remember talking to coach and just, you know, just being like, man, that like we got to get these dudes out of it because they're in their head, they're in their feelings. And if we don't, and this is what's tough about, I think going to the final four the year before, mm-hmm. or maybe not hosting yet is like, you guys felt like you earned, you yeah. know, what you did the right to host. And so, you know, you're grieving that. You're basically grieving the loss mm-hmm. of this chance to be, you know, playing in front of the Crenshaw crazies, Yep. for these meaningful games you're grieving and at the same time expected to perform and we should have lost the night before to alvernia oh my god yes lucky. so we went from playing at a really high level to being very bad mm-hmm. and then you know basically alvernia wasn't good enough to beat us although they almost did now saint mary's was better yeah so we we couldn't just fix it yeah 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 that, that was rough but you know you, you 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 take it i was i was i wasn't i was because i remember i got a message that same day and i was like you'll never forget like hanging with your bros i i, I don't know who sent me the message but you'll never forget the days of hanging with your guys and and right. you know what i'm saying it was a crazy message and i was like oh and in my mind i was like yo today's the day bro i just i felt it i felt it in my mind I was like dog I'm, we're not winning this game yeah like, I, and my and like the spirit in me i was like yo dog I, we gotta try but i was like dog that message came out of nowhere from an unknown source. So like, I just felt like today was the day and it was just, it was just felt weird. Yeah. It just felt weird. Yeah. Um, but it is true. And I'll put it in perspective. My playing career did not play in a 
not even in a CAC championship game um, and didn't, didn't taste the tournament. So, you know, we, our guys right now are a little spoiled um, yeah. and you go through some of these, but um, you guys had an amazing, you know, you personally and your, your group, your class had an amazing career when you, when you put it in perspective and uh, only one team gets to win at the end of the day, everybody else goes home a loser. That's it. That's facts. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk to you about like alumni stuff, man. Okay. Um, transparency stuff, but from me, um, you know, I'm really big on like the alumni thing. Like that, that was a, that was a thing between me and you or whatever, trying to figure out how we can connect alumni. What's the, you know, what's the connection with alumni or whatever. Um, and I, I doing some self-reflection, I figured out what my, my thing was and it's, I think I put a lot of stock into like what I did, like what I did at making, right. And as years go on, obviously you focus more on like the current and in my mind, I was, I was, I think for me, I was fearful that people would forget what we did. Right. 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 Um, Cause I, you know, I put a lot of blood, sweat, tears. That will not tears. I don't cry like that. Blood and sweat or whatever um, into and a lot of energy into, into doing stuff. And like, you know, uh, just the milestones and the, and the moments and stuff like that. I, I never want our guys or my guys like to be forgotten or whatever. So I think that was like the main crux for me. Yeah. What was really cool for me was you know finally you know we were you we, we were making a run in the tournament you know lead eight final four and we got the championship and so and alumni would come up to me and they were like you know you guys started this like you guys were the foundation for this and that was cool that that kind of helped me you know what i'm saying yes. in the sense in the sense that they didn't forget you know yeah well damn right and um i don't know if there's a question in it yet but basically um I've been helping our guys understand, like we, we have stepped into, like I said before, this gift, we've stepped into these standards. We've stepped into guys that have been chasing this dream too. Um, and we've had the mentorship, like the power of mentorship, the power of older guys, like having these older brothers, wisdom mm-hmm. guys that um, have been there, done that can, and can compound some experiences. We're going to meet Maddox here for a second. want to say hi, stick. Yeah. All right. Well, just you can sit here for a second. He's got a little ear infection, but ah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know, no no greatness ever happens alone, and so you know, we we got a healthy respect for those that have helped us along the way. That's what I, that's that's a big thing. Um, you know, even in my own shorter sphere, mm-hmm. um, and I I love that I'm connected to your group. You know, I think that's one of the cool things about the five coaches is that they either played or coached with the guy in front of them. So we got this continuity thing still yeah. going. Um, but I don't think we win it without a Kent Kilgrove, you know, yeah. um, who doesn't have the stats yeah. like, that you had. Um, all right. You, we'll just watch everybody. Unless you want to go out with mommy. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I'm extremely grateful. And, you know, the other thing I was going to say to it, I've told my seniors now, all right, we're talking about Buzz, Bundy, Q, Eaton. Yeah. And I'm like, fellas, at, your mind is going to mess with you. And you're going to feel like coach doesn't care about me anymore. And yeah. it's like, 
I mean, I'm with you until you leave this earth. Like I got your back. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I'm going to have 18 new dudes, not new, but you know, this big group. Yeah. Um, and so just know, like you, you call me every day. I'm going to call you back. Yeah. Um, but I may not be the one, you know, you may not be the first guy on my mind. Right. Uh, because now I got to worry about this freshman uh, and his academics and his habits. And yeah. Um, it's, it's like, I, I, I want to continue to reiterate that to guys, like you've never forgotten. And I just appreciate, you know, I mean, thankfully you live close, but we got some guys like showing up, whether we were winning or losing, you know, like you were there when, when we weren't so good, coach, I got your back. Um, you've been pouring into guys, you know, this, um, you've been doing stuff that I don't even know about, you know, I find out about it after the fact. Um, and not the only one doing it. So it's like, I'm so grateful to be at a place where the guys that came before us care like that. Um, definitely don't take it for granted, but you know, you made me reflect some too of like, you know, it's not division one. So we don't have this staff because sometimes you have people that are like, think through this stuff, do a better job. Mm. And I'm like, I, I got, I haven't thought about this as much as I need to. Yeah. But that, you know, that's, it's good because like, I think we have a, the thing about RMC is we have a good family, we have a good community. So we always try to keep each other honest. So, yeah. And that's what I try to do, man. Try to, I try to, I try to keep you honest and keep you, you know, saying like, hey, don't forget these guys or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So I think, you know, I, we're, I'm in a better place when it comes to that. Cause I think that was the other thing too is that I put so much energy, like basketball was my thing for like years, right? Like, that's what I could hang my hat on as far as athletes and stuff. And I've been steadily trying to chase that still. Yep. You know what I'm saying? With other things that I'm just trying yep. to figure out what that next thing is for me. And not that, well, you know, I kind of figured I'm, out what I'm, it is. I'm grateful because we talk about truth over harmony in the program all the time. So a lesser man, I like to say, would have like, all right, F, you know, I'm moving on. Like, yeah. you know, they, they don't want to uh, show us love or celebrate those. Fine. I'm out. Yeah. And, you know, you took the next step of truth over harmony. Hey, man, don't don't forget about us. Allow me to kind of, you know, think about it. And and then I'm like, you know, we really don't have a system. So because I'll say this too, stick. there's there's kind of five leadership um, practices called mm -hmm. leadership challenge. And it's been studied and encourage the heart is one of the five. So it's the one I'm the least good at basically celebrating things. Yeah. Is not something that is. Um, necessarily my strength and so i'm thinking about challenge the process inspire share vision like model the way good at those that's how my mind is attacking <laughs> these things and i'm not celebrating like you know like we had talked about enough or even my current guys enough trust me they'll, they'll be the first to tell you like coach is on to the next yeah cool facts that's facts um but i want to get you out of here man that you got you know you got a family uh but here at clues me you know i mean we like the radar wines like waiting from glass uh one glass to five glasses so what would you give saint chateau michelle chardonnay out of five uh, one glass to five glasses um that's a great way of putting it i actually i'm, I'm a big rankings guy um hmm i, I i'm gonna say four okay I'm say, yeah, I, I could go i could go four on this one yeah. i'm not mad i'm not mad at that. I'm gonna yeah, go what, what about you what, what, what rating do you give it I'm gonna go three and a half, man. I'm not mad at this. Yeah, I'm not mad at this one at all. I like I like how it tastes. Little got a little tang to it, you know. Yep. Um, 
give me very spring summer vibes. So I'm not I'm not mad at this at all, man. I, w- I would drink this again. And it's, a good, and it's a good price point. I, I like that too. Gotcha. Let, yeah, let's see what Maddox thinks. Let's see. What I wouldn't do. Ah, no, 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 sir. <laughs> uh, but I want to. I want to thank you, man, for coming on here, man. They want to thank you for joining the episode. You know, me and you are our boys. That is established. Yeah. You know I mean, um, you know, if I haven't told you in a long time, I love you. Um, yeah, man. I'm just glad that you're a part of my life, man. Love you too, man. I, I pray this has been awesome. The clue is Vino. Um, someday posterity will come back and watch this thing and uh, with a glass of Vino. It'll be fun. Hey. But uh, yeah, man, look forward to seeing you back in Crenshaw, if not before. Good luck with number two. Yeah. Um, I, I know you'll be off the grid there for a little bit, yeah. but uh, you know, probably that December, January, we'll, you'll be able to pop your head back out again. You'll, you'll see your boy for sure. Um, I like to give the guests uh, one last chance to say any closing remarks before we go. Closing remarks. Um, You know, I'm going to say being where you're supposed to be um, or self-awareness being a superpower. And so for anybody out there kind of wondering, like, um, well, and I'll say relationships are what make life worth living. So quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships. And, um, you know, in closing, like I said, love ours, um, love the, the making family, that tight knit, the small school, like kind of forces you to be all in on those relationships. Um, and that's not for everybody. And, uh, yeah, man. So, so grateful for all that. Perfect, man. Um, yeah, man. Thank y'all for watching Clueless Fino. Make sure y'all come to them early. Randolph making games. We, we, that's, a, that's our new goal this year is to get them yes. to come to those November and December games. Let's pick, uh, let's pick up right where we left off, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't act like y'all ain't been there before. Make sure y'all get there. Uh, but most importantly, man, don't forget to drink up. <laughs> I got the juice, don't need no proof. A hundred like the rum, I drink that got me over you. And all your nonsense, we all subject to. I find my lane and mind my business like I'm supposed to do. Let's have a toast for all the obstacles they gotta sit. I put my glass up in the air to stimulate it, chips. Not because we made it, but because we making it. I save it a moment, the bouquet forever, ever then. Yeah. In my realm of Got the world in my hands, but I can't tame the sky.